0: Where in reality, your business is none of those things, right? (laughs) It's messy and it's sales and it's, you know, learning about people and it's adding value all the things that we know we need to do, but we shy away because we don't have that perfect model. And so Mm -hmm. I really do feel that it's the fear of failure that's holding so many women back because they almost see it as the end result. Like if I fail Mm -hmm. right now at this moment, how could I ever move past that?
1: Welcome to the Words of a Warrior podcast. I'm Candy Wheeler, your host and founder of Warrior Women Retreats, internationally recognized conscious business coach, motivational speaker, and author, but most importantly, human. On a journey just like you are. And together, we'll explore insights, tools, and practices to help you recognize your worth, see your potential, and bet on yourself so you can up-level your life, leadership, and business. Each week, I will bring you profound wisdom, words of encouragement, and real stories of fierce resilience from inspiring creatives, artists, activists, and entrepreneurs. Trade in fear, worry, and self-doubt for deep healing, sacred remembrance, and divine inspiration to follow your excitement and connect with your true purpose. Grab your journal and get ready to take your power back. Hey, everyone. Welcome back. I'm here with Alinka Cullinan. If you guys don't know who this woman is, I need you to press pause on this podcast, go over to Instagram and follow this woman right now because she is just so amazing so inspiring and honestly paving the way for women just like you and me to start first start messy start where you are and just bet on yourself and go for it and i think okay you have been the prime example of what it means to start first which is your business your organization Oh my gosh. I'm so excited to have you here. If you want to say hi to everyone, maybe we can introduce you, let everyone know who you are if they don't already know and a little bit about
0: your organization. I start first. Gosh, girl. I mean, with the introduction like this, I don't need to say anything else. Thank you so much. I mean, I really, really appreciate you always. I've been obviously love everything you stand for. So yeah, if you don't know me, you will know my accent very soon. <laughs> I was born and raised in Russia and then in the process I quickly realized, you know, was inspired by my mom really because she was a diehard entrepreneur. So I saw that very early on that, you know, I'm very lucky to have a role model as a woman who really taught me that you can go and build your life into anything. And really all you need to do is just start. And so, yeah, I start first, started as a hashtag and turned into this, you know, pretty awesome kick-ass community organization, inspiring women to up-level their business and mindset. And this is what I do. I'm a coach and a speaker. I have a couple of books out, have done a couple of TED Talks. So it's been definitely an amazing, amazing journey seeing the growth and, you know, being inspired by so many incredible women that I got to meet through. I start first. I got to meet through, you know, just speaking at women's events all across the country. Yeah, it's, uh, and like I said, you know, if you don't know me, I mean, I'm pretty open books. So I'm very excited to be here with Candy today because I hope we're gonna, I know, actually, I don't hope, I know we're gonna dive in into some awesome topics.
1: Yeah, some awesome and some maybe uncomfortable topics, but some stuff yeah. that you guys all really need to hear. And yeah, Alenka speaks so humbly about the the epic things that she's created but this chick is a maverick you guys like you have to know who she is and you have to know about the the event that she's been creating for over the past couple of years which is the i start first boss babe summit right and so i want to talk about this because i know that so many women need this like need the community need the support i know even myself if i'm not around people who are inspiring me or are Um, examples of what is possible I can easily get down on myself get in a space of comparison get in a place of is this really even cool I don't even know like even with this podcast you know is like it there's a reason why it took me so long to get this out and when you're surrounded by a community of women who are supportive, fiercely supportive, and are also playing big. It makes you, it just like forces you to up level. So tell me about this event that you have coming up. I want to know the dates. This podcast is launching August 3rd. So you guys will have a bit of time to get your tickets, but I'm so excited for, for, you know, us to talk about this event, for people to get a chance to attend it and to hear from all the amazing, speakers that you have planned.
0: Yeah. I mean, thank you. Definitely super stoked about this one. This is the fifth event, the fifth, I start first summit. I mean, with everything changing in the world, we are going virtual. So we're coming to your living rooms, which means, you know, you can be pant- pants are optional. As I say, <laughs> you never know what, what you're going to be wearing, but yeah, it's a pretty incredible event in a sense that I wanted to make it very different. You know, I probably spoke at about 115 women events prior to creating I our first summit. And one of the biggest things I was getting from women at those events, they would say things like, hey, I love this event, but it's so much motivation and not enough tools and not enough you know scalable options where i can take them basically they would see all these pretty kick-ass women on stage and say well that's great but what's in it for me right and we do that as women we we do like you said that comparison or that you know can i really do this is it really possible plus the other part was a lot of times women would say you know it's awesome to have all this kick-ass women in the room but it seems like clicky where everybody is hugging each other and drinking champagne, but then they walk away and like gossip about each other in the bathrooms. So Mm -hmm. I wanted to take away both of those things. I said, I want to create an event where women are gonna collaborate over competing. And I'm going to teach them that if they've never done it, I want to bring speakers who are going to be the raw and the real, who are not going to give me the social media highlight reel that everybody gets to see. And I'm not going to give me their, you know, three freebies that they send out on their emails, but I actually going to go in and dive deep and say, this is what I do in my business. This is how I build it. Because I mean, all of us want to be all brand Allen and whoever is your, you know, maverick and the person that you admire, but they also started somewhere. And I, felt that a lot of times, as women, we feel so intimidated by that big success that we need to see all stages of them. So, one of the things that I do very deliberately at ISAR First Summit is bringing women who are at different stages of success. Maybe somebody just started. Like this year, we're gonna have a panel community panel of local women and two of them started at the very first summit and to showcase the businesses that they run today you know when they were the newbies the little babies the babies that came and so and then we have women who lost everything and they're going to share their stories how they build multi-million dollar businesses and had to bankrupt them because of whatever situations that were happening in their lives and then there'll be women who are sort of in the mid stage of their success because to me role models work the best for women and if you show them every stage of what's possible that's the best way to get them there. So the summit is August 22nd and 23rd. I'm doing two days because like I said we couldn't celebrate in the super grandiose way in person. So I wanted to do it online. I want to bring it to any living room anywhere in the U.S. or the globe, really. But the best part is part of the day two, and I'm not going to reveal all the secrets, but the day two is going to be very much a workshop style. So I'm actually asking my personal network of people to come in and teach how they would teach their private clients to the groups. And so I'm very, very excited about that because I definitely want to give as many tools for women especially in this time that we are in right now to go and implement something immediately after the summit to take your business and your mindset to the next level.
1: Yeah, that's amazing. And I remember being at your summit in the springtime and I remember just seeing this variety of women, women who were killing it, like literally like doing so amazing and thinking wow, that's like goals. And then hearing their stories and really realizing these women aren't very different for me. <laughs> like they all started somewhere and they had this journey that they went on to get them where they are. And I think that's the problem with us women's like, sometimes we think like, wow, our visions are so far away when the reality is it's just like, we just have to take that one step and that's why i love everything your brand stands for. Another thing i found just so inspiring is you had a panel of women that were building a business as a side hustle and they were still working and how to balance that. And i thought that was so cool because again, we're always seeing like the end goal. We're always seeing that highlight reel so to speak what about all of these times where I'm a mom or I'm doing these other things and I'm trying to balance this? What about women like me? Is there anyone else that experiences this? And right. I think one of the things that your events do is really show us how not alone we are. And it just sort of <laughs> creates this instant connection, right? Like this instant, mm-hmm. like, wow, there there are so many of us I know, Inka, like in 2020, it's sort of like the easiest ever to get your own business. But what do you think it is that stops so many women from even getting started?
0: Fear, honestly, I, I would say it's fear because uh, we are so nurturing and loving and we want to make sure everybody is good first. And then most of the time we don't have we don't have much left for ourselves, but most importantly, it's fear of failure. You know, they're, they're so hesitant about what if it's not going to be perfect, right? Because men, I, I always joke about that. You can interview a man for a position or, you know, for a business role, and he will have 30% of qualities needed, but he'll present himself like he has 90. And you'll have a woman who has 95% of the qualities, and she'll present herself that she has 20 because she's missing that last you know the last few percent and so yeah i feel that as women we are so good at all the details we're actually much better than men in all the details so until we get that perfection level where everything is lined up and it's supposed to look a certain way be a certain way you know, and I know you see it with your clients, Candy, all the time when they come to you and they are like the website and the color scheme yes. and the <laughs> cards and the office supplies that match their, you know, journal and everything is so aesthetically beautiful and perfect. But until, and until they get to that level, they don't want to launch anything where in reality, your business is none of those things, right? It's (laughs) messy and it's sales and it's, you know, learning about people and it's adding value all the things that we know we need to do, but we shy away because we don't have that perfect model and so Mm -hmm. I really do feel that it's the fear of failure that's holding so many women back because they almost see it as the end result like if I fail Mm -hmm. right now at this moment how could I ever move past that which in reality is it's like good fail now and fail 20 minutes later and tomorrow and in a couple weeks too you know it's okay we just you know we cry and do it anyways (laughs) I think
1: that's one of the things that I loved about you is that you were just saying, you're going to cry, but you're going to do it anyways. Like, so cry your way to the bank. Like, do your thing. And I I think that's one of the things I just love about you. It's just so real. It's like the most realistic um, organization that's out there. And I know you have these boot camps that you've been doing, that you've been running, and helping women start businesses within these boot camps. What's one of the things, like maybe within those boot camps, that you give women? for confidence like what what do you think it is that helps them actually get started is it the accountability is it just like investing in something that they're like all right well now my money's on the line like what do you think it is that really has them just get, gain that confidence
0: I mean, honestly, I think it's a combo of a couple of things. I think it's definitely the money piece because a lot of times, as you know, if it's something that's free, we'll put it at the last part of our pile and it's like the last on our list. So it's, yeah, I mean, it's not you. And if you listen to a podcast now, don't think it's you. It's me. Like there's a reason I haven't been without a coach for eight years. There's a reason i pay somebody to write my workout programs because it's not that I can't go work out, but I just won't do it as often or as much or as I need to. So it's just, it's that it's a human nature that's very innate to us to where we attach value to a monetary value. And it's also a society we live in that's very much driven and pre-programmed into us. But I also do feel, and that's honestly, I think that's one of my strongest, and I mean, shameless brag here, if you haven't learned to to brag about yourself, that's something I teach you all the time. Uh, But I do think that one of my strongest characteristics as a coach is giving women, and especially because I work with women, is giving them that borrowed belief. Because I think at the time, at the beginning, when you don't have confidence, a good coach will let you ride on the borrowed belief. They'll, you know, they'll give you just enough push, just about enough you know, facilitation and enough space to, if you start faulting or falling backwards, they're there to catch you and remind you what a badass you are. And I think as women, we really need that. That's why we strive in communities. That's why I know warrior community works because you do, you have that camaraderie and belief and support and love for each other on the days when you feel alone and depressed and sad, and you think you are the only one with that issue. Mm. And if you see other women, having those same issues and in my case if you see me going let me remind you of all the amazing things that you've having you let me remind you of all the knowledge and the wisdom and the puzzle pieces that are already there and all you have to do is just put them together differently to have a different outcome i think that's what drives women in the boot camps quicker because they have that borrowed belief at the beginning and then once they step into their confidence and i help them to step into that then they start performing even higher.
1: Yeah, that's amazing. It's, you know, I think there's something so beautiful in accountability. And also Mm -hmm. it's like something magical that happens when you put that investment in on yourself and on your business that makes it even more real. Oh, this is actually happening versus it just being an idea or Mm -hmm. a desire. It becomes something that's actually happening. And I know a lot of things women struggle with too is like feeling qualified or, and I know you touched on this a little bit. I'm sure your clients experience this, like the, you know, imposter syndrome, so to speak. Mm. It's like feeling like they're not, they're not there yet, quote unquote, you know, what's something that you, you give to help them out with that? Cause I know so many women listening are probably fired up right now. If you're listening to this podcast, like, wow, I really do just need to start. But then it's like, but what if I'm not there yet? Or what if I'm not qualified enough yet? What's something that you give to women to help them through that?
0: Yeah, well, I mean, first of all, to me, um, the best way to deal with imposter syndrome is massive action. And it's by massive, I don't mean big things, I mean a lots of small steps and the littlest tiniest, you know, mastery, the, the, the steps you can master with the amount of courage you have at the moment. And so I do, I with a lot of my clients, I do this 90 seconds of courage exercise, where I literally have them set their timer for 90 seconds and do one thing they're most afraid of. And they do it, it's, it's almost like desensitizing yourself to that. So if it's a sales call, then you get on the sales call. And I promise you, after 90 seconds, you're never going to be at the same level of fear that you were before. Because it just... Fear is mind work first, right, and so if you if you work through your mind in that it 's just like jumping into the cold water, taking that plunge or taking that leap or dive or whatever it 's no different in business right if it's your sales call or reaching out to somebody for help once that ninety second goes off you see yourself on the other side and you're like, okay, I'm still alive. I'm still breathing. I might be a little more sweaty and my palms, you know, mom's spaghetti. We're going there, (laughs) but you know, you're definitely there. And so that's one of the things I require women to do, but also I ask them to literally devise a plan with the smallest, tiniest steps they can perform on the daily. And you see, I, it's interesting. I just had a client earlier today that I talked to about this. I said, everybody wants big vision. We all want to run big, massive companies and have incredible impact and change the world. Mm-hmm. But what we forget about all the time, it's the tiniest, most insignificant steps every single day that get you to that level. You cannot mm-hmm. have a big vision with, without tiny steps. So I actually, with my tribe, use this very controversial statement. I tell them, lower the bar. Mm. I need you to lower the bar because everybody expects the high vision, the big moves, the major things. You're not going to do this at the beginning. It's not going to be realistic. If you are scared and if you're, you know, have never done this, don't have expectations of yourself to be a pro. Have an Mm. expectation of yourself to be a beginner and love it every single day. I honestly think The reason I'm successful in a lot of my businesses and I consult for a few is because I look at everything every single time as if I'm a beginner, as if I'm starting this very first time and I'm starting it with those same tiny steps and those same basic approaches and those same scary little moves. And I just go for it and enjoy it. And you have to learn to enjoy the small steps.
1: Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love this. And I, if you were to put percentages on this, like what would be the percentage of like, confidence needed and then strategy needed to run a successful business? Because what I've found is that women come to me literally like, thinking they need a strategy, right? And, and they do. Essentially, they really do. But then it's not always about implementing that specific strategy. It's about um, the confidence that you have when you do it, when you put that strategy into place. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I would definitely go probably 60% confidence, maybe even 70 in some cases, because yeah. I'm sure you have women who come in and they have everything they need inside yeah. them. They have all the knowledge, all the skills, everything to go execute, and they never even take in a single step. Yeah. And that's why I'm with you. I think that a lot of times it's a confidence and that belief system that you live in that's mm-hmm. holding you back. It's not the knowledge or you literally create perceived limiting beliefs a lot of times where you're like, I can't do it because, I'm you know, it's funny, I do this exercise with some of my clients. When I see that in them, I'll have them write out all the things that they can't, all the reasons why they cannot do this, cannot start this. And then all the reasons that they can, and they have no problem. Like they will spit out, they cannot list in like 0.3 seconds. Mm -hmm. Right. And it's like 40 items long. And then you ask them while they can, Mm -hmm. and they're, they're like struggling. And after 10 minutes, they produce your list of three and you're like, huh? Like how are we not seeing the same woman here in front of us? You know, Mm -hmm. but it's, yeah, it's definitely how it works.
1: Yeah, oh my goodness. I love this so much. If you guys aren't already taking notes, I would highly suggest getting your pen and paper. I know something you're really good at is helping women um, with sales and also receiving monies. What else do you think is, it is about, like money for women, like actually receiving what they're worth in their business? Because I know that's huge in my clients. What's something that you give to women to help them actually make the ask
0: and be confident in that number? Yeah, no, it's great. Uh, and I mean, honestly, confidence, again, is a learned skill. And w- you and I, I know we both agree on that. Uh, so to me, it's okay, even if you're asking for something and you've, you're doing this right now and you're sitting there and pondering numbers in your head, it's okay to be a little bit uncomfortable. You know, I've asked many times in my life for numbers that made me feel slightly nauseous. And yes. I still made the ask and it's okay. So don't feel like you're supposed to be like this. I got this conquer the world attitude. It's okay to be slightly nauseous. It's okay to have sweaty palms when you're asking for this, you know? Yeah. So, but you do it. That's, that's a big thing that being sweaty and not doing it is very different than being sweaty and doing it. And the goal is to do it. But one of the things I really want women to think about, and i I don't know if you've ever thought about it this way, but I always tell women, I feel that the hesitation of asking for whatever number it is you want to have is value. So Mm -hmm. I feel that if you don't feel that you are adding enough value to your client at this number, you are hesitating to ask. That yes, part of it is a self-worth and confidence and working on that is crucial, especially at the beginning. But yeah. as you progress, especially if you want to go to the next level, I feel that a lot of women become hesitated at high ticket items because they're like, well, I don't know what else I'm adding to them to mm-hmm. add this amount of value. You know how, And so I have them literally do the part where they figure out what is the value, what is so valuable about this package Mm. that cannot be achieved for anything else. Because you see, like, Mm. I have zero hesitation telling my number for my private clients one-on-ones versus my boot camp because... I actually will overdo the value. Like mm-hmm. I have zero, like I have zero hesitation, zero guilt because I know I will overdeliver so much mm-hmm. where there'll be moments where you're like, how am I getting all this value for this money? So and I'm okay with that. That's how I operate. To me, it's like if you don't basically I tell people all the time, if you don't ask, you won't receive. So if you're not asking for the right price, you won't receive any more blessings coming your way. So to me, if you overdo the value and really know the value you're delivering and you're super confident about that, Mm -hmm. you're not gonna have hesitations on money.
1: Yeah, that's really powerful. I love that you brought it back to the value. And so many times my women are just thinking about the product itself or the service Mm -hmm. itself. They're not thinking about the result that they're providing for people. Mm And that's where it's at, right? Like that's where the value is at. Like what is this person's life going to be like if they don't sign up for your product or service or if they don't have this in their life, right? Like I love that you brought this up. I would love for you all to start thinking about like what is the result that you're offering versus just the product or service? Because I think Mm -hmm. that's where the value is at. And also, one thing that you said that really got me to start thinking is I didn't know how valuable my service was until I started, which is the -hmm. most powerful thing about I start first, right? It's just start delivering this value, start getting it out there. And you will experience like, wow, this is actually worth a lot of money. People will literally tell you like, wow, this is worth a lot more money. I know you had that with your speaking, like, wow, Mm -hmm. Malinka, you're your yeah. speaking is way, worth way more. And then you ended up upping your speaking price, which is awesome. Yeah. 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 So powerful. So amazing. So this has been amazing. You guys, I need you to go follow Alinka. Keep, keep up with this woman. And then let's, Tell them where they can get their tickets for this. I start first event because your life is going to be altered forever, especially if you're starting a business or if you're wanting to uplevel a business. And you go to this event. So where
0: can they find the tickets to this? Yeah, everything and anything is on Istartfirst.com. It's very easy and simple. If you guys follow me, all my socials. Make- All my social media is under my name, so it's no bots responding to you. So if you have questions, if I can ever add value, I I respond to everything myself. But yes, iStarFirst.com for tickets, all the information is there, and however I can serve you, I'm always here.
1: Mm, Thank you so much, Alinka, for being willing to come on this podcast, share your wisdom, um, your tools with everyone listening. I appreciate you so much.
0: Thank you for having me. It was awesome, as always.
1: Yeah. All right, everyone. Well, we'll see you next episode. Thank you so much for tuning in with me on the Words of a Warrior podcast. I am so happy you stopped by and would love to know what you took away from this conversation. If you feel so moved, please feel free to share with a friend and leave us a review on iTunes so that we can keep getting this message into the hands of the people who need it the most. Let us know what you loved, topics you want to hear more of, and your favorite words of a warrior. Until next time, keep taking back your power, following your excitement, and unapologetically living the life you were born for.